Letter thirteen of Letters from Egypt by Lady Lucy Duff Gordon, read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. To Mrs. Austin, Alexandria, May twelfth, eighteen sixty-three. Dearest mother, I have been here a fortnight, but the climate disagrees so much with me that I am going back to Cairo at once by the advice of the doctor of the Suez Canal. I cannot shake off my cough here. Mr. Thayer kindly lends me his nice little bachelor house, and I take Omar back again for the job. It is very hot here, but with a sea breeze which strikes me like ice. Strong people enjoy it, but it gives even Janet cold in the head. She is very well, I think, and seems very happy. She is Time's correspondent, and does it very well. I am terribly disappointed at not being as materially better as I had hoped I should be while in Upper Egypt. I cannot express the longing I have for home and my children, and how much I feel the sort of suspense it all causes to you and to Alec, and my desire to be with you. One must come to the East to understand absolute equality. As there is no education and no reason why the donkey boy who runs behind me may not become a great man, and as all Muslims are ipso facto equal, money and rank are looked on as mere accidents. And my savoir vivre was highly thought of because I sat down with Fellaheen and treated every one as they treat each other. In Alexandria, all that is changed. The European ideas and customs have extinguished the Arab altogether, and those who remain are not improved by the contact. Only the Bedouin preserve their haughty nonchalance. I found the Maghrabi bazaar full of them when I went to buy a white cloak. And was amused at the way in which one splendid bronze figure, who lay on the shop front, moved one leg to let me sit down. They got interested in my purchase, and assisted in making the bargain and wrapping the cloak round me Bedouin fashion, and they too complimented me on having the face of the Arab, which means Bedouin. I wanted a little Arab dress for rainy, but could not find one, as at her age none are worn in the desert. I dined one day with Omar, or rather, I ate at his house, for he would not eat with me. His sister-in-law cooked a most admirable dinner, and every one was delighted. It was an interesting family circle. A very respectable older brother, a confectioner, whose elder wife was a black woman, a really remarkable person who speaks Italian perfectly, and gave me a great deal of information and asked such intelligent questions. She ruled the house, but had no children. So he had married a fair, gentle-looking Arab woman who had six children, and all lived in perfect harmony. Omar's wife is a tall, handsome girl of his own age with very good manners. She had been outside the door of the close little court which constituted the house once since her marriage. I now begin to understand all about the West End with the women. There is a good deal of chivalry in some respects. And in the respectable lower and middle classes, the result is not so bad. I suspect that among the rich, few are very happy. But I don't know them or anything of the Turkish ways. I will go back and see the black woman again and hear more. Her conversation was really interesting. End of letter thirteen.